0: Welcome to A Year of Career, 52 Practical Answers to Your Questions. I'm Erin Wolfer. I own and operate Career Advantage and Career Advantage Golf, where I help people feel more confident and prepared throughout their job search by helping with things like resumes, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles, mock interviews, really anything job search related. But each week on this podcast, I answer one question from the public. And this week's question is, how do I get back into the workforce after being out for a while? And this actually was a question that was submitted to me specifically for this podcast, but I have found that I have been helping a lot of people navigate this situation lately, so I thought now would be a great time to address this question. So first, I recommend that you think about your job target. What is it that you are wanting to do next? Because that's going to be really important um, throughout all of the other tips that I recommend. So think about if you are wanting to do something that is related to a former position that you held, or maybe it's related to a no- new newer volunteer experience that you've had. Whatever it is, you really want to try to pick a focus so you can tailor your materials and make sure that you have the skills and qualifications needed to be a quality candidate. And we're going to talk about all of that more here in just a minute, but that is the first thing that I recommend is thinking about your actual job target. Second really think about what you've been doing since you were last employed. So there are a lot of reasons that people have gaps in their paid employment. Um, Some of those reasons might be, um, you were homeschooling your kids. Maybe you were being a stay at home parent. Maybe you were taking care of your own parents or a family member. Maybe you were on medical leave and have had full recovery and so you're ready to get back into the workforce. Those are all reasons that people may have a gap, like I said, in their paid employment. So think about that and think about how you're going to be able to explain that gap throughout the job pro- job search process because it is likely that that could be asked. But it's also likely that you can utilize that to very easily explain the gap and demonstrate what you were accomplishing during that time period. Next, If you, during that time, whatever you were doing, it's possible that you were also volunteering or maybe serving on the um, parent-teacher association at your kid's school. Maybe you maintained involvement in professional associations or even local networking groups and things like that. So if you have been involved in those things over the past few years or months, whatever it might be, where you have that gap, Definitely stay involved in those, those activities, because again, those are things that you can put on your resume that demonstrate what you've been doing and ways that you have been active and staying involved, even though you weren't employed through a paid position. The other thing that you can think about is, If you haven't been that involved in a volunteer activity or a professional association or local networking groups, things like that, now is the time to start getting involved as you are looking to enter the workforce. Not only is that going to help you gain skills and utilize your skills in possibly a new way, it's also really going to help you develop your network. You're going to meet new people. You can talk to them about what you're looking for and um, why you're wanting to enter the workforce, talk to them about that specific job target, all of those things, and that could certainly lead to um, job leads and provide you with different position descriptions that you can then evaluate to see if they're a good fit for you, and it could ultimately lead to a job. So I mentioned um, a few things there as far as getting involved, but one thing that I definitely recommend is tapping into your local networking opportunities. There are so many groups within um, various locations that you can join that have, you know, regular happy hours or educational meetings or member spotlight meetings, things like that. And even though those may not be specific to uh, an industry or your job target, it's still a great way to meet people within your your location. And again, it just allows you to develop your network and talk to people about what you're looking for, and you can find ways to help them, they can find ways to help you, and it's just a great way to to get involved and again, um, build new contacts. So once you've thought about those things, now it is likely time to start getting your application materials ready. If you have specific positions that you have found that you definitely are interested in applying for, then of course you want to tailor your materials specifically to those positions. But if you're just getting started, you haven't quite found any opportunities yet, it's still okay to start working on your resume and cover letter, for example. You can get some strong foundational documents prepared. So that way, once you do find specific positions to apply for, then you can work on tailoring them further. So, as always with your resume and cover letter, you really want to try to demonstrate your value as much as possible as it relates to that next job target. So really think about those skills, strengths, and qualifications that you have that make you a strong candidate. And like I said, to fill in that gap where you haven't been employed, you could include things such as volunteer experience or Um, representation on a board, professional involvement, experience, all of those things. If you were a caregiver or a stay-at-home parent, you could certainly include that on your resume as well or provide some explanation further in a cover letter. So those are all things that you can start preparing before or after you have found jobs for which you actually want to apply. Most importantly, as you're developing your resume and cover letter, really think beyond the duties and responsibilities that you've held in various positions, whether they were paid or not. And you really want to try to demonstrate your value through accomplishment-based action verb statements. So think about the impact you've made on an organization. Think about the outcomes. Think about what happened because of the actions you took. Those are all things that are going to help demonstrate your value far more than just what you did or those duties and responsibilities. So again, you can develop strong foundational documents so you're prepared when you do find positions, but always remember then to take it to that next step and further tailor your resume and cover letter to each position for which you apply. And then finally, I've kind of already mentioned this, but when I talked about it earlier, it was more in terms of developing your network further by getting involved in new experiences such as volunteering or professional associations or local networking groups. But now is the time to really tap into your current network as well. I know I've said this multiple times um, before on this podcast, but your network can be so valuable. You just never know who within your your network is going to know about a great job opportunity, and they can help you potentially get your foot in the door because they have that connection with you. So reach out to your network, schedule lunches, coffees, phone calls, Zoom calls, whatever it may be, to let people know that you are ready to get back into the workforce, and let them know your skill set, your qualifications, and what you're looking for. And also, as always, be prepared to listen to what they are doing and how you can help them. Because networking is not just um, you know taking from someone else; it's giving to others as well. So make sure that you are willing to give as much as you get, if not more, throughout this networking process. And then finally, just to kind of add as far as um, expanding your network, if you find that your network um, doesn't have a lot of connections within the um, types of, of organizations that you're interested in, or the types of jobs that you're you're looking for, you know, try to try, try to grow your network, reach out to people on LinkedIn potentially or see if someone in your network knows someone else who may have more information and see if they can make an introduction. So, you know, don't be afraid to reach out and grow your network as well. So those are a few quick tips if you are considering entering the workforce after being out for a while. If you have any other specific questions, either related to this question or another job search or career-related topic, you're always welcome to reach out to me. My websites are careeradvantageresumes.com and careeradvantagegolf.com. You can also find me on social media at Career Advantage Resumes on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And I'm on Twitter at Advantage Career. Thank you so much for joining me and have a great rest of your day. Thank you.